0: Body and welcome back once again to the number one podcast for your ears of the ttrpg variety there's plenty others out there but they pale in comparison to ours.
1: then <laughs> this one's brought this to is, you by kobolds <laughs> so.
0: yeah precisely name <laughs> name another i dare you brought to you by Cobalt. you won't be able to find it no. we've defeated the competition we ran them out down. um but yeah <laughs> so here we are again this is a lovely episode 46. We're chugging along nicely to the Big 50. Um, and this week we are going to talk about horror. horror. Now, is that horror in game in TTRPGs? Is that a theme of horror? Let us discuss. We'll find so, out more as we go on.
1: So, 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 because Tuesday is going to be Halloween, so do a spooky kind of theme for this podcast and now not gonna lie horror is my favorite genre i love horror i was always the kid in the horror movie that was snorting with laughter at all the blood and all the gore and all the like the stuff that's going on everyone else was like oh no it's horrible and i'm like "Ha sausages um that's just yeah i don't i have no problem with horror and it's gore and the, all the jump scares it takes a lot to frighten me in a horror film In fact, it takes a lot to frighten me in real life as well i i was a scare actor at one point and i was very good at it so <laughs>
0: once upon a time <laughs>
1: once upon a time just before Covid I was a scare actor and I was allowed to reach out of tiny holes and stroke people uh, stroke people's shoulders to frighten the shit out of them and it was great but wow. horror in TTRPGs now there's, it's a bit of
0: a tricky one isn't
1: it yeah the main issue with horror is that horror is about atmosphere horror is about everything that's going on around you so the sounds and the smells and what you can well what you can't see as much as what you can see and the problem with TTRPGs is that a lot of these elements of atmosphere are taken away you don't have necessarily all the ambient sounds and smells and you don't have the visuals you have a severe lack of them but That doesn't help either. So there is an argument that you cannot have true horror in TTRPGs. And I'm a little on the fence about it because I think it is very possible to scare your players and actually bring out some horror in TTRPGs. But it does take a lot of prep work and it is very difficult to do if you run an online game it's so much easier if it's in person because you can fill the room with smells you can turn all the lights down and have atmospheric candles and you can you you know you can use the table for sound effects and set up little Tricks and traps under your ta- under the tables and under the chairs, so that something turns on and blows cold air at their ankles, and you know shit like that. You can't do that in over the uh, over tinterwebs. So no, it's, it's
0: not possible. <laughs> no.
1: So how can you incorporate horror into TTRPGs? Now there are games out there that delve into the themes of horror and horror fantasy and urban horror and things like that so you've got things like let's let's start with like the little baby steps with well, curse of strad yep.
0: that
1: has horror themes to it some uh,
0: good ones yeah some good ones
1: there's the the themes are really good the themes there. You, you've got you've obviously got your vampires you've got your undead you've got um
0: your werewolves and werewolves
1: like and all sorts of things they're all They're all happening. Typical fantasy, urban fantasy, horror stuff going on
0: there.
1: You've then got something like Delta Green, which is a deep psychological horror.
0: I've heard of this, but I've never played it.
1: We'll have to discuss this more. (laughs) Yeah. So Delta Green, I have actually noped out of playing. The reason being... I have been on antidepressants for a very long time and I've just come off them and I was told, oh, well, would you like to play Dark Green? I'm like, nope. I don't want to go back on my antidepressants, thanks. Um, Not right now. <laughs> it's, it's quite hardcore in many ways, with some of the themes it touches on. And I don't like diluting games in that manner. Like if there's a... Because there's certain things in it, like the way that you deal with the psychological horror aspects, mm. some of the things you do to get rid of it is pretty intense. And I'm not in that mental state where I think I could do that yet. So I haven't played it, but I have got friends who have, and they said that it was very you know, atmospheric and for them. Now they did play in person. So it was a bit different for them. So Delta Green is a very psychological sort of horror thing going on. And then you've got things like Vampire and uh, the Masquerade and uh, Werewolf and all, all of that, Mage and things like that. Yeah. So there are TTRPGs that deal in horror, but how well do they actually work? How can you get that atmosphere
0: yeah, and that's
1: exactly. that's always it, the que- it, that's always the question yeah. with TTRPGs and horror. I
0: think, I think I think you have to really be good, have good players that are really invested in theatre of the mind. Uh, if you're doing it online, that because there there is visuals that you can show, like handouts and things like that and put up on screen, but it doesn't really have the same impact as you were if you were like a lamp flick. You can get a lamp to flicker or something like that. Yeah. You know, all that sort of... If you've watched the Critical Role one shot where they do the um, Cthulhu
1: Mm -hmm. one, that was
0: really good because of all the little bits and pieces they had to do with it and the setting and all that. So if it's in person, you can get away with all this stuff, but it's very, like you said, very, very difficult to try and get this to um what's the word to go online yeah, yeah. to translate transfer. online um, yeah. i couldn't think of the word to translate to, was to english Trans- like, bad language bah, blah, blah, blah. transfer um, no that's not right that's yeah. not quite translate right to, but... to online and have the same impact as if you were if you're person. so i think you have to have that moment of you're like right guys just stick with me invest theater of the mind you know let's try and see if we can nail it and go from there
1: so obviously i play a lot of my games online homebrew havoc is online but we've never really had a proper true horror aspect i didn't think well maybe you guys did but i wasn't there for the dream sequence and kiva was immune anyway so <laughs> yeah exactly it's
0: like- which is one of those moments you like ah yes elves are immune to sleep to that sort of thing yeah
1: magic can't be put to sleep with magic sorry
0: um i can there you go who knew
1: yeah <laughs> but so i ran a um it wasn't really horror it wasn't intended to be horror okay. but it had elements of it and i actually asked everybody to sort of Sit in a darkened room, you know, do it in a darkened room, you know, have like one light on um, and to not have any music or anything. Like, just keep it quiet because I'm going to be playing you some sound effects and these sound effects are going to be, you know, important and you're going to want to listen to them. Mm-hmm. And... We had this whole scenario where they had to sort of they had to go through a sewer looking for a creature that's actually invisible in water, <laughs> and um, it was it was one of those ones where like make a perception check. Okay, I rolled a sixteen. What do I see? There's a drip in the water. Okay. Is that all I see? Yes. There's a drip in the water. (laughs) That's all you see.
0: Yeah.
1: You have to remember, it's very dark down here. And you don't have dark vision. And you don't have a light source. So all you can see is what's within five feet of you, if that.
0: Well, yeah, see a, and
1: when you when you put it like that, it's within five feet of them, and they see a drip in the water. It's that sudden realization of, wait, I can only see five feet, and I see a drip near me. You do? Oh fuck! And it's like that. Oh <laughs> shit! There's something that no, there wasn't. It was just a drip from the ceiling.
0: Yeah, precisely. but it's
1: it's those little bits, you know. It's like you you don't see anything, but there is a drip. Not far from you. But please remember, your range of vision is very short right now. And uh, it's really hard to get those kinds of things to translate over. You you can't Mm. build up tension. So I had to do it with ambient sounds. And every now and then I'd switch out the ambient music a little bit. So I'd have a couple of tracks overlaying each other. So there's like a soft music with an ambient thing and then i would just switch them out from time to time and see how long it took them to notice and there was one point where somebody actually went the music's changed guys i don't like this
0: (laughs) i wasn't aware (laughs) i
1: don't like it why has the music changed and um that, that listening to them going i don't like it the music's changed it's not I'm I'm scared. Listening to them say things like that, I was like, Yes. <laughs> I've yeah, done precisely. it. <laughs> I've kind got of them drawn freaked them in. Down. Yeah. I've drawn them in. But that was the point though. I I literally had to work really hard to get anywhere near that kind of effect. And it was it wasn't even true horror because the, mm. I couldn't do a jump scare, I couldn't do sound effects. There's, Neighbours next door have got kids so I couldn't just suddenly start screaming blue murder at you know
0: No because they at probably thought you'd been murdered no. or
1: something <laughs> or doing the murdering who knows <laughs> you know Well yeah. I can't I can't just suddenly start making weird noises down the microphone because a microphone doesn't always pick them up so it's not worth doing especially, well, especially if, really if you go too
0: high Yeah oh, or if yeah, you go too I'm high. really
1: good at going I can do the high really you know just uh you know <laughs> i just can but it doesn't always pick up that kind of pitch so you have to do a soundboard but the soundboard is awkward and it <sighs> so i just did it yeah. all in tailspire so every now and then there was silence and then i would turn on the drip sound in tailspire and it would just go drip 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 and then i'd turn it off again and they'd all be like since when was there What's a tripping? <laughs> that was so fun. I really enjoyed trying those things out. For, yeah, like, the I imagine, thing. yeah.
0: Because, and, I mean, I... Go on, sorry.
1: No, I just, I just really wish that there were other ways that you could get, you know. First off, that I could guarantee that they were playing along with, with like, keeping their location dark and that. And I wish that there were things that I could send over to them. Like, obviously now you've got things like Alexa. You just say Alexa, turn on this. I wish there was just something like I could send them a little, like a little app, and just say, okay, we'll just turn that on during the game, and then yes. it will make weird noises. And I just, it's like a sound box. And I just press a button, and it sends a, a weird noise to their phone or something like that. That would be so That'd fun. That would be good. That would that be would fun. Be but. Yeah. I, You can't, that kind of thing just doesn't really exist And it's like no. really difficult to do
0: It sort of yeah. just falls by the wayside, yeah
1: Yeah, and so horror doesn't Over online games doesn't get the love that it should I, No I think it. you could You could run a really good horror Like full-on horror, like jump shocks and all that yeah, and I, I mean, would,
0: I played, go on. I
1: would love to see it done properly, that's all.
0: Yeah, because I played in um, the Alien TTRPG by Free League, I think it is Free League, maybe? Free League, yeah. That was yeah. really, really good. There's a lot of music that was like suspenseful music involved and there was a lot of like the light flickers over here, a lot of descriptive stuff that got you into it as well. So when you finally were attacked, you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're like, oh, no. <laughs> ah. Especially especially if you've got like, because in that game, you build stress. The more times you, you roll badly, stress builds and builds and builds. And that has adverse effects on future rolls. Yeah. And you can end up just becoming paralyzed with fear. So you could be in the hallway, dark hallway on its own. Suspenseful music. You fail a roll. Your stress freezes you. And it's like, dink. And it comes out the wall. And you're like. Fuck, my character's dead. I'm They're gonna dead, die. Though. Oh, yeah. no. And you know, and yeah. and you go from there. But it's just like I I've used a lot of tabletop audio, which is a good website. Yeah. Where you can get a load of like good stuff and they have a section for horror and some of their stuff on there is really, really good for like building the ambient as well as the music involved as well, depending on the game also that yeah. I think is a real the online stuff is a real big kind of help for um, trying to get that across to the player
1: yeah i so obviously my games are all run on tailspire so it's all like it's 3d so i think i have a bit of an advantage there because in a three-dimensional board i actually control a lot of the atmosphere in in that board now tailspire not perfect it's True. still you know it's still like basically progress, it? being built as you know it's but it does what it does quite well so when i want to build like a, a dark and creepy atmosphere i literally just turn all the goddamn lights off <laughs> yeah. i turn all the lights the off in in the t- in the tile set and then light the way using these little flickering glowing things and then play appropriate music, and that's quite fun. In something like Talespire, I think if they expand the way that their sound, the way that their soundboarding works, I actually think it could go a long way toward fixing the problems that there are with horror in TTRPGs, because you can literally build the atmosphere in, and if you have a dark board, there's. People have this thing, this habit of if something's dark, they'll lean closer into it. Have you ever noticed that? When something's dark, Uh, you tend to lean towards it. And it's because you know that there's meant to be something on there. You know that you're meant, you know, that there's there's going to be something there. So Mm. you're leaning in to get a better view of it it's like leaning closer to something that's small you you just keep leaning in it's that subconscious need to know to see yeah so you lean into these things and you, you zoom in, in into the board and you you're looking for all these things and then suddenly bam there's a flash and the the music it's just changes like the jump stair. and you jump back yeah. and i think that would be great if they could implement that kind of system work and even weather effects like flashing lightning and stuff like that, that would be really cool in in 3D uh, VTTs.
0: It would be, yeah, be so.
1: a, a way to get around it certainly. But in the meantime I- what are we going to do? How do we get more love into
0: the horror? I think, honestly, I I do think that 3D, like the Talespires, if there's more that are going to appear like that, I think that is going to be more of a help for a horror game with, you know, adjusting lighting, doing other bits and pieces that you can sort of play around with uh, um, and try and just looking at like Roll20 and trying to do it through that isn't quite the same. No. But if you've got like a whole thing built into something like tailspire or what well, if there's another version similar to if there's something out there similar to Tailspire, i don't know what it is there is um then yeah you can manipulate the environment to, to sort of get it to work in your favor and can you yeah. upload music to tailspire or no
1: um at the moment you can with a mod i believe um okay. i don't they've got quite a wide range on there anyway and most of the music the music is very well very very well done um they intend to allow you to do it but i think at the minute there's a there's a mod that you can install that does it for you i'm not i can't remember off the top of my head i'd have to go and have a look but yeah. there is actually one 3d vtt so i don't know if anybody's heard of Miroscape. I don't think I've had. Right, so Mirrorscape, I think, started out as like like an app, like a phone app, but it's now making its way bigger. And it's augmented reality.
0: Okay. Oh, so it kind of like puts something in the...
1: You can lift up your tablet and move your tablet around, and it's like you're looking through the eyes of your character.
0: Oh, wow, okay, that's quite cool.
1: So I actually think that if you could play in augmented reality or, you know, with the with the virtual goggle things on, you know. Yeah. How cool would that be for horror? Because it would be like oh. you're in the moment.
0: Yeah, that's a big, big, you know, thing that would be to so be able cool. to do that. though. That would be awesome.
1: I think that – it. so I'm – I haven't got Mirascape. It is free, but I haven't got it because the main issue is that a lot of people that I play with couldn't uh, do the augmented reality. We wouldn't get the full benefit of it because most of the people that I play with are limited in the tech that they have. And that's fine. But I would love to see something like this make its way out and, you know properly become a big thing because i would i would absolutely give this a go and try and do horror in that in augmented reality and in virtual reality because that would be so damn
0: cool yeah that would be really it's cool like, actually because you'd be like hours and hours just with this headset on you'd be like. My life is now not my own. I am my character. We are one and the same.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then you you turn and look over your shoulder and there's a bloody great toothy thing in your face and you're just like, Oh, Jesus. Um Yeah. Or, you know, Quite whoever cool. you whoever you exclaim to. But no, I I liked I liked looking at this, but what what was nice about Mirrorscape was that they actually use um a lot of very familiar digital terrain and minis so they actually use like dwarven forge so they have the digital meshes
0: oh the mini yeah 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 oh okay so you can actually use
1: cool. dwarven forge assets in the game so ah. dwarven forge, it's it's linked with hero forge reaper minis fat dragon games and you know, they're getting loads of other things and so there's lots of stuff there. But, like I said, I probably won't be using it because of the tech involved. I, I don't have the capacity for that. Um, I'm certain a lot of my players don't have it either. Then so it wouldn't be fair to try and force that on them. But I think if I could, if I could do that, would. I would absolutely do the horror stuff in that because it looks like it would work really well. I mean, in you the thing of like. Reality.
0: If you had like endless resources, and you go, listen, all you got to do is just show up online, I'll do the rest. <laughs> so you just everything set out. Send for a them. send a small yeah, army the of VI people head, in,
1: yeah. and just send a small army of people in to set up like hidden party yeah. poppers and things in the corner of their room or something. It'll be like
0: <laughs> you get you built like a custom sort of room it's like a 5d you know like a 4d or whatever it's cinema where you get yeah. like water sprayed or that sort of thing while you're in game oh that sort of thing. You,
1: they do that in um they what ride was i on i was at universal studios florida now just we're talking this is a long time ago okay i was i was just a, a little kid back then so i must have been like what maybe eight eight or nine maybe oh, okay. and we went to Universal Studios Florida and we went on a ride and it was the E.T. ride
0: oh okay
1: and so this was this was 18 years ago
0: oh wow well, they had should, something like that then
1: and they had that more than 18 hang on how, how old am I Shiv how old am I I don't remember um <laughs>
0: Old enough to forget.
1: <laughs> oh, well, old enough to, yeah, old enough for my brains fall out my backside. But yeah, they had stuff like that, and you know, we were just sat there in these little chairs, and the chairs would move, like they shifted around. And there was this "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids" thing as well, or whatever. um
0: Yes, and I've heard of this.
1: Oh my god! And they did this whole thing where someone like apparently dropped a, they dropped a shitload of rats. And then suddenly there was this thump thing, it was just blasting at our feet, and you could see people in the audience just going Woo-ah! as something. But I'm pretty certain it was just air, but it was yes. blasting at their feet. And then there was this from under the seats. There was the sound of rats going eek, eek, and just <laughs> skittering all over the floor, but it was coming from underneath us, like there there were speakers in the chairs. And the chairs vibrated and things moved and, you know, shifted. And it was, it was awesome.
0: I tell you what, I experienced something similar. If you ever go to, oh, this is again, it's about 10 years ago, maybe more. It was Madame Tussauds in London. And they had like a Marvel thing. And it was like a cinema screen where you sat in it and it was like that. They showed like a little film and then stuff happened like, wolverine would come out and you feel like in the back of the chair his claws like go into you and stuff like that oh and then yeah yeah hulk sneezed and you get like sprayed with like jet like water jets yeah yeah not like to get soaked but you're like oh and all this sort of stuff and there's hot air blame blown and that sort of thing like if you're like let's just say again resources no object and be like this is my game she's like guys this is my 5d game so enjoy yeah <laughs>
1: If You know, this is why it's so much better to do horror in person because you can do things like put little levers under the table so you can sort of step on it and it will set something off, like a bang or um, the table will move or something like that. And you can use, like, scented candles and things to give authentic scary smells because there are certain smells that you associate with the kind of like horror stuff like smoky smells yeah with uh, go a lot with horror and then you've got like things that remind you of brimstone and eggs and things like that like rotten eggs those kinds sort of, of sulfury smells Sulfur- yeah, that's yeah sort of sulfur-y those kinds stuff. of smells and you can use things to make those kinds of smells in your home and it's it's so so good when people can do that and then you can set if you have something like an Alexa or if you have smart lights, you can actually like sync them up to your phone and then just tap a button and then they start doing weird stuff like flickering or whatever and that, I would love to run a horror thing, like if somebody just said, yeah, here here's a here's some money, go and you know prepare a thing i would absolutely do a horror one i would i would totally go all out and like yes gonna I mean, horror this thing up
0: yeah could you make that last the whole campaign Or
1: well, the whole horror the whole horror thing
0: could you could you if you were thinking about it could you and you had the means to do it could you be like i'm gonna run a horror campaign maybe not in D. maybe in another system would you do it
1: i think i would probably try definitely oh excuse me it's sneezing now as well so this is great i think i would definitely try i i don't know about a whole campaign if you do a whole campaign in horror i think you might find that you, you think, might lose it after a, a while yeah i think an it'd have to be like
0: an arcs maybe a,
1: a multi-part adventure certainly hmm. but i would probably intersperse it with like sort of whimsical stuff as well um i would move from psychological scares to uh something a little bit less aggressive on the old you know on the old ticker as
0: well (laughs) you know what yeah you don't want people keeling over but i think you you can have like arcs because i think they did this if you've ever listened to the adventure zone they did like yeah. yeah the McElroy brothers they did i think one of them was horror or one of them was like uh monster of the week cryptid type stuff but there was lots of like the arcs were good it was a whole campaign it was good like however many episodes it was but each one would be like an arc of like 10 episodes or five episodes. And then in between, they'd have like a lot of downtime, of what the characters are doing and stuff. And then it'd be on to the next arc. And I think that's the way you could do it. You'd have horror and then like the downtime of what the characters get up to and repercussions of what happened and things like that. And then on to the next arc. So then there's more horror. So you got like horror sandwich.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of how Delta Green works because you have to have you have to yeah. take this downtime in order to get rid of your stress and you know, mm. sort out in I think some in you you can get badly injured in these things in these games. Not not like literally, not you as a person. Yeah. Your character. Can in Delta Green there is a lot of bad stuff that can happen to you. I mean we talked about in um Basin, didn't we and there was like yes
0: you can you can, you can psychologically crack
1: yeah <laughs> or, you, or you can rupture your insides and
0: yeah you can have bleed real out your horrible bum and things horrible, like that it's horrible
1: yeah. things happening to you and terrible
0: terrible injuries
1: <laughs> yeah i'm pretty it isn't I, I hesitate to say it, but I'm pretty certain there's something in there about distended genitalia or something like that. I, I'm not. Yeah,
0: basically, you can get you can have roll badly and it gets crushed or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you get, can like crushed genitalia and you're like
1: tie them in a knot or you know.
0: Just the, just that just makes oof. you feel queasy straight away. Well, that's
1: so yeah, I mean, me because I don't sort of have those things. kinds of tubes, but you know, it's like yeah, I'm imagining. For me, that, it just
0: makes me wince.
1: <laughs> I just. Deep down I just want to cry. Um, yeah. But um yeah that so that kind of thing, you need a bit of time to sort of recover from that. Especially if your balls have been squashed. But you know, so it makes sense to intersperse horror with things like how they relax, how they do downtime. So a campaign would not be horror from beginning to end. An adventure would be an adventure is yeah. like an adventure is just like a movie it's just like one movie and then it's all done whereas a campaign is more like a series of movies and they've got a bit of space in between And we're just filling in that space in between you know
0: yeah exactly i think that's probably the best way to do that have like a, a short arc uh, short adventure and just put your all into it
1: (laughs) yeah well the problem with horror is that you can become desensitized i am very desensitized to most horror because i have watched a lot of horror i have consumed a lot of horror media i can look at pictures and just go oh lovely and watch <laughs> films and Lovely. just be like mm-hmm, okay uh yeah he's coming out of that vent to the la- told you and you know because yeah. i've become quite desensitized to horror because i've spent so much time consuming horror media so it just doesn't really bother me anymore
0: well yeah because you're like this is this is old news this is fine this is yes. and that, yeah yeah so, it's, to be able to get you at a table where the person running the game, the DMGM, whatever you call trying to do that, it's going to be very difficult with you as a player because you'll be like, bring his, bring, do your worst. Do bring your
1: it. worst. Do your worst, yeah. DM. But you know what? I would still go and I would probably still enjoy it
0: and probably fully invested more than maybe if you were I think I would, would be, probably would
1: be, be incredibly yeah. invested in it because I'd be like okay like, how Ooh. are they going to do this
0: yeah ha- exactly. Going on? Your, your mind's going to be going like well hang on this could happen and this, and could, this happen could and this, happen. Happen. this could
1: happen. yeah i'm going to yeah. i'm going to be like what tricks is he going to play and then he'll get me because i'll be so focused on that <laughs> that that will exactly. be it.
0: precisely i think that's but, probably what will happen
1: yeah so Absolutely. I would play, even though I know I'm mostly desensitized to horror, I would absolutely go and play in a horror game. I I go to sca- scare parks. I've gone around a scare park. Mm-hmm. Wasn't scared, but it was an enjoyable experience because I quite like watching other people piss themselves. <laughs>
0: so
1: yeah. A bit schadenfreude on a Halloween night, you know, nothing <laughs> wrong with that.
0: I wasn't bothered, absolutely fine, no problem, moved on. (laughs)
1: Let's not talk about the guy that literally cried. (laughs) I I laughed so hard at that. But, you know, I would still go, I would still do it. I still watch horror media, even though I know that I'm not going to be that scared by it. Because I want to see what people do with it. So yeah, I would go and I would absolutely challenge a DM, go on, do your worst. I absolutely freaking dare you because I genuinely want a DM to scare me, to actually scare me. I want them to, I want hmm. it to happen because that that would just be like, oh my God, this is brilliant. This is amazing. This is, this is like, this is the best. i
0: fully invested. You've got- I would be really I'm invested.
1: invested. Horror is my yeah. genre. I love
0: it. I don't. I do, that's what I mean. I, like we just said there, I do think that you'll probably be the one, even though it'll be like, oh, she's going to be hard to get, but you'll be the one that will be the most easier because you'll be so invested to the point where yeah. it's you don't realise they've got, because you're like, yeah. I'm going through so many things in my head. Oh, yeah.
1: but then it's. But then as well, even if they don't get me, I'll still be invested because I want to know how they're going to use the monsters. What creative ways are they going to use these monsters? My Sunday group are going to be coming up against something a little bit horror-esque soon. Okay. (laughs) I know you're listening, Lolly. I know you're listening. So be prepared. Room
0: room (laughs) full of mimics?
1: No. (laughs) But (laughs) I have taken some inspiration from some very disgusting films some very gross films
0: i tell you what i heard recently which i thought was a really just sidetrack on the mimic it was i don't know i suppose you could call it partly horror it was a a game where one of the players got badly injured so they had to have a replacement heart and the heart that was put in turned out was a mimic (laughs) that was somehow it was yeah, I can't remember the specifics, but I just thought that was just really cool and quite, right. quite hot body horror sort of thing.
1: Okay, now.
0: <laughs> but they didn't so, know it was a mimic until at a certain point in the game where they were like, oh, something, and you take this, and they're like, well, how? How am I taking damage? Like, da-da, big reveal. The heart that we used put into by this doctor you met is actually a mimic.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. it so much. I love it so much I might do it to my players. Well, I thought it was just so wild <laughs> no, and
0: out there, that I was like, what, why? And it was like they built it up so the person they saw was this trusted NPC that helped him along the way. And then he did that and he was then out to be this crazy sort of doctor character that they didn't realise he'd just done this to one of their... And It was all consensual. Everyone was on board with it. But it was just like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, your heart now, isn't it? So you have to be very careful what you do because it will attack you and then I think later on in the game in combat they would be sort of like hampered by this mimic, heart mimic
1: That's well, amazing <laughs> So in one of when we were playing Icewind Dale they, they've they got these secrets that you can have and some of them are pretty grim and um, one of our players had a secret and it was making them eat weird shit like candles and paper and Ooh. chew on okay. random stuff. And we are all like, what are you doing? That's just weird. Why Why are you doing this? It's just like, I'm not. I'm eating a bread roll. And it's like, no, that, that's a fucking candle. It's still got the fucking flame on it and <laughs> stuff like that. And we're going along like, no, there's something weird going on here. So the paladin cast Lay on Hands to cure a disease. And it oh, went horribly okay. wrong. It went horribly, horribly wrong because we didn't try and figure out what the disease was first. So we tried to cast lay on hands, and her fucking chest exploded. <laughs> and it was like, "Oh, very oh, much."
0: Is it very oh, much like John Carpenter's the thing? Oh just my god! To...
1: And we all just sat there like, "You up?"
0: Yes. As
1: he's describing these bones, just like and this thing Oof. coming out of her chest and it's like proper full-on like alien and you know the chest burn- oh. the chest <laughs> burster and it's like oh i've, I've seen this film
0: yeah i've seen horrendous.
1: this stamp on it <laughs> stamp on it now and as quick as you can <laughs> that was so it wasn't i wouldn't say it was full horror because we weren't like scared kind of thing but it was one of those moments where you were like oh oh my god what what have you done (laughs) yeah you killed her i was trying to heal her you fucking killed her (laughs) kind of to be honest
0: i think those sorts of moments in games work better with the shocks yes within like a full-on sort of like oh you know slasher horror type things like shock here shock there low enough to false senses, yeah yeah basically low, false sensitivity shock, and i think you'll get you'd get more from people like oh my god i can't believe like you just said that I yeah think like not traumatized but people be like I, I don't know what my next move is if i turn this corner what we're we gonna do
1: it's those <laughs> moments something. where you're just like what it's like when i revealed the bone mire to the sunday group and totally the way i <laughs> Oh, they, the way I revealed it, it was, it was actually on the ceiling at the time. <laughs> so oh, it was wow. just hanging from the ceiling, just looking at them. And I said, What you see in this narrow beam of light is a five foot long canine skull looking at you with empty eye sockets.
0: Oh, right away.
1: And as it looks at you, its head is turning like an owl. 90 degrees, 180 degrees, and it opens its mouth and the noxious green gas spills out from between its teeth. And they were all just like, how long did you say it was? It's, like, well, it's five foot long. <laughs> so it's actually longer than some so of what? them were tall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so which
0: is even.
1: When you think about it, yeah. okay, I'm five foot five, so that skull is almost as long as I am tall. I'm like... Mm. Yeah, this thing is actually capable of um crunching you up in one bite. But I didn't say that in one I just it's five foot long. That's well, all that's it thing, needed. That. It's a five foot I long think, canine skull. Yeah,
0: I think if you're thinking about that from a visual perspective in your mind's eye, you're going, Wait, so this is a this is a big, long, weird looking creature already. Your your brain's painting a picture that you could yeah. never no artist could possibly put together of like I look up and I see this thing just like that big and you're like Jesus fucking Christ what is that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh that's a big spider kind <laughs> of moment yeah. So, yeah, like when precisely. you're in the bath and you see that great big like bread plate sized thing come crawling yeah. along the bathroom wall and you're like nope no, nope, you stay in that fucking corner <laughs> you, you don't come oh, near yeah. me
0: I think also, like you said there, once you add the little weird quirky bits, like its head turns like 180 or whatever it was, then you're kind of like, so wait a minute, this thing's five foot long and its head moves in a really unsettling way. Great. Yeah. Now I'm even more disturbed and yeah. I haven't, I can't, I don't even know what it looks like visually, but I can see, imagine that happening because you can see like lizards or any other creature sort of moving in weird quirky ways that just seems a bit odd yeah and you imagine was this a dark room that they were in or it was a darkened a, a poorly room, yeah. lit room and they had okay, a narrow so...
1: they had a very narrow beam of light that they could see by and um, but what made it worse was that they could see it had these like bone-like legs uh these bone-like arms these massive clawed hands but then it let go of the ceiling and it just dropped and it just went Plop, and disappeared into the water, and that was it. It was gone.
0: So they probably as soon didn't as it hit the water, it was gone. To, yeah. to really see what it was properly, they just saw like a vague sort of dark, yeah. shadowy outline of something move weirdly, look really long, and then just drop and disappear into the water. Yeah. So in that, when you're describing that, those movements, I'd be like, I leave the room. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm what they said. one of them actually
1: said nah i'm out <laughs> and i was yeah. like oh okay <laughs> are you out or are you out I mean, you know are you okay <laughs> and it's like no no i'm okay like, but i'm out i'm okay I but I, I, I... my character is out but i'm okay yeah. but i'm not okay but i am okay it was one of those moments i'm out I'm, uh, and they're out
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, then you could technically yeah but be like if you could tell me like if I had the capabilities, I'd go, can I just fireball like the walls and just bury this thing and just leave? Can I, I just, mean, like, you could if you want it? to die <laughs> with it,
1: but yeah.
0: Yeah, but... I mean this is like worst case scenario. <laughs> can I just dynamite the place and leave? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I've got a fireball, can I do that? I've got a necklace of fireballs, can I just use them all in this, this one moment? Yeah.
1: Throw them madly. <laughs> yes. I just I love that our viewers can't see that we're actually
0: flailing arms. flailing
1: yeah. wildly at this point but
0: i mean if you think about that how would that have gone let's think of this scenario that thing just happened i've got a necklace of fireballs i just expend all what is it seven five six seven however uh many, seven or
1: necklace. eight i think usually
0: right i i, I blow the lot <laughs>
1: um so what you've basically done there is set it off yes because you've Collapsed the ceiling of an underground water system onto you. So the whole dome ceiling of this water system has just come down on you, crushed everybody to death, and the goddamn creature is probably still alive because it has a swimming speed of 50 feet. So it just dives to the bottom and goes out one of the vents.
0: So essentially, as soon as the first fireball hits, it's gone. I yeah. don't know this though. No. Yeah. So essentially, I I've, I've stopped it from being killed. at least I'm not dead by it. So You're not dead
1: by it, but you're dead by misadventure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I'd, I'd take I take
0: that every day on my bingo uh, card.
1: <laughs> I'd rather kill myself than be killed by that thing. No. Yeah, but what precisely. I did after that, I keep me alive. <laughs> I didn't even have the creature go directly for people. I didn't have to. Oh. So I had it so that it would leap out of the water and just claw at the um, wooden gangway. So it just would smash down on the wooden gangway and then as a portion of it would fall. They'd then have to make rolls to see if they could jump onto a stable bit. And if they didn't, How? they'd go in the water with this thing. And then it's a whole Jaws scenario because where is it? Because you can't see it. It's mostly invisible in water. It's dark and you've got a five-foot-long skull that can leap out from underneath the water and snap you up. It's already proven it can jump out of the water.
0: So how long are its arms?
1: <laughs> quite long. <laughs> no, okay, it's quite so long. I'm <laughs> just thinking,
0: visualise it. Has, um,
1: officially, it had 10 feet of reach. It's probably got a little bit more than that.
0: Wow, so it's a, a long... It's long. Yeah. If you, okay, so...
1: If you imagine a dog's skull is about like a third... Of the length yeah. of its legs,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's about it's about that that right. sort of thing. Okay,
0: so it's going to be massive. So it was very Long big. And, yeah. It yeah.
1: actually probably had a reach more like fifteen, nearly okay. twenty feet. So but 15, I did 20. I felt that like that would be a bit much. So just I tone I, I toned it down to ten because you know that that would just be fair ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, I think what I would have done in that instance. Um, run the fuck away! Have, no, no, no. If I was using that creature, I probably would do it in a very sort of alien type way, where it's going to jump out and it's going to grapple one of them and try and carry it off into the darkness. Because mm-hmm. I think that would have been like, oh shit! So oh yeah, so it taken. does that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's the it, way I would do it. That's sort of like it's just going to go and try and take one of you away to I don't know, eat, beast, whatever, do whatever.
1: Well, The thing is, this creature is part ooze as well. So that's why it's invisible in water, because the ooze would, you know, diffuse the the skull bit and the the bones Mm. and that. So what it would do is it would actually shoot out a pseudopod and then grapple and it would hang on. And then it would attempt to sort of move with the person, drag them with it. And if it gets you into water, it could actually like proper crocodile you and, and drown you. Like,
0: oh wow, Death drag you under
1: whenever. and drown you and yeah. things like that. So there's all these like, oh god, we need to get it out of the water. And it's like, how are you going to yeah. get out of the water? This whole place is water. Everything is water. It's all water. There's nowhere to go. So I think
0: if you look at that from a horror perspective, if something leaps out of the water, grabs one of your party, and successfully grabs them and drags them back into the water that's like terrifying it's fucking, <laughs> like, fucking scary right here's my last that's, five fireballs in the
1: water. Right in the <laughs> one of the people did fall in the water yeah so I had them oh, wow, in the water and I had them others above and they're like we can't fucking reach him what are we gonna do he's in the water and I can't that's when
0: you need stuff like Misty Step or Thunder Step or something I think get in and get out as quick as possible
1: I think the druid did a summon like conjure beasts or something like that kind of spell oh okay and they summoned like four crocodiles <laughs> they just had the, and had the crocodiles swim around the person so that the beast would have to go through the crocodiles to get to the character which is a good idea oh, wow. um but it was just like it was like they were I could hear them panicking, like, what do we do? What do we do? How do we save him? And I'm like, yeah, you really mustn't let this particular character die because they kind of have, oh, oh my, oh my, this is, yeah. um, I think I overdid this. But, but they succeeded. They got through it.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. I'm did, so very proud the of them. Li-
0: did the Bonemire live to fight another day or is it? Oh, it no,
1: the Bonemire was um, being worn as a um, as a headpiece <laughs> by the oh. Dragonborn. <laughs>
0: successful the
1: the seven foot two dragonborn decided to drag it back to the base uh bearing in mind it's basically an articulated skeleton still stuck together with sinews and that being dragged through the street a five foot long head which he wore across his own head and back basically as a cape dragging the rest of it behind him so wow um, okay everybody in this in the city got a got a proper show <laughs> like, what like, what the fuck is that? And it's um, yeah. so, that's actually quite good though. That's actually was quite funny good to
0: be like, look, this is this horror that's been ha- that's been haunting your sewers or whatever it was. Oh yeah, forever more, poisoning so, your
1: water supply. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They are Ooh. all like my players are always like, okay, what eldritch nightmare is Ailey going to throw at us next? because I've had the Bowmire. <laughs> um, I've had the wizard who accidentally got merged with a demonic beast. Uh, okay. So that was a that was a two part thing, you know, that's basically the wizard tried to summon a, a demon, it failed, and then this whole epic body horror kind of merging happened as the um, the wizard's ba- body basically got fused onto the forehead of this demonic demon dog thing. It was massive, massive demon thing. And it was protected by a skull that would sort of pop down over the wizard and then pop up when the wizard wanted to cast spells. But to defeat the monster, they had to kill both the demon and the wizard because if you only killed one of them, the other would, they would revive basically. And, um, yeah, this Crazy. thing was this thing was big. Just this was really big. Just scared the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> it was a three. It was a four part. It, it was a four part battle. They had to take out the the monster's arms first, and then take out the wizard in the face. I was. It was, wow. it was Crazy. epic. Crazy stuff. It was epic. I yeah. had so much fun playing with them because it could summon undead as well
0: oh even worse yeah you got something else you can throw at them as well
1: it was excellent wow. uh, they did so well but they they said to me afterwards that was horrible but i loved it <laughs> i was like yay <laughs> i win i got both the disgusting and the
0: everyone's and the happy everyone's in going them. home a winner everybody
1: so is
0: a winner yeah as we uh wrap this episode up then so what would you take away from this were you to try and get people if they interested in horror games how would they go about it what should okay. be what we talked a lot about trying to get it from in-person games if you're doing it online what would you find like put the final point on this episode
1: personally what I would take from this is first off horror in TTRPGs is hard it's it's not easy to do it well and it's not an easy genre to really get into Uh, obviously have people have different things that they're scared of so you might not be able to scare everyone at your table but you shouldn't be disheartened if everybody's on board for you to give it a go and you know dip into this kind of thing go for it go all out use whatever tools you've got at your disposal you should absolutely use soundboards there's loads of free resources out there for soundboards and sound effects and things that you can use you should also if you use 3d vtt use all of the tools that they have to offer turn the lights off turn turn them all off and light the route with little flickering candles or whatever go for that atmosphere it doesn't matter if the players can't see they're not meant to that's the whole point of horror just so just go all out If you're in person, even better, go with the smells, go with the sounds, go with things moving, like random knocks on the table and use everything you have at your disposal. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. the, The whole point is that you're just there to have fun. So even if somebody's like, oh, that wasn't scary, but I had a good time. As long as they had a good time, it doesn't matter. So at the end of the day it is it just acknowledge that it's going to be tough acknowledge that it's going to be a difficult one to pull off and then just have fun doing it
0: yeah i think that's a a good good takeaway i think a good way to do it a good way to sort of try and get everybody invested and on board yeah i think that's a so if you're enjoying your horror games out there or you know, even if you want to try and run a horror game, then let us know, see how it's going. If you've got ideas or even just tell us your experiences, reach out to us on the usual means of communication. Yes, like we always. Plug.
1: absolutely. If, you, if you've created a monster, literally created a monster that you use to scare your players, I absolutely want to hear about it because I love them. Um, but you can reach out to us all over the interwebs at... 2-K-I-A-T podcast, 2 key at podcast over on the platform formerly known as Twitter, plus Mastodon, plus Tumblr. And you can also find us on our own website. Just Google 2 Kobolds in a trench Coat podcast. You can find us there and you can find our podcasts anywhere that you get your delightful listening entertainment Pleasures. things you know your doodads yeah. where, where you where Pleasures. you download your things from <laughs> yeah. i don't know where you find it's your a, stuff it's a, it's a thing it's, a, it's an online thing i don't know yeah. i just make this shit um, <laughs> i don't know where you find it we're not sure somewhere
0: but yes so yeah come check us out i hope you've enjoyed listening and yeah we'll be back next week with another riveting episode you all yeah. to listen to so yeah catch you later
1: Happy Halloween, everybody!
0: Spooky, spooky, spooky! <laughs> Ooh.